Welcome to Fright Night. She just goes a little mad sometimes. Wolfman's got Mars. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. We have such sights to show you. You're listening to the Jersey Coils. Hey, everybody. Merry Krima! <laughs> and what's up? <laughs> Merry what's up? Oh. Yeah, what's up? Oh, it's the most wonderful time of the year, Jackie. It is. Welcome back to another episode with the Jersey Ghouls. That's right. And tonight, we're waiting for Krampus to come. Yeah, and, and Satan. I and, mean, oh, Santa. Sam, yeah, one of those. Either way. Right. Um, preferably a non-psychotic one, but I'll take either way. Yeah, yeah. okay, so Satan it is. <laughs> So we are here tonight to celebrate the holidays in the best way we know how, of course, with some quality Christmas horror movies. Quality, you guys didn't see the air quotes. Quality. All right, Simba <laughs> These movies have their ups and downs. So tonight we are going to talk about two Christmas classics of the horror canon. Um, and I'm going to say it like that just because I know it's going to annoy you. I call them as Christmas classics. But um, we're talking about 1980s Christmas Evil and 1984's Silent Night. Deadly night. That's right. You want to start with Christmas Evil? Let's start with Christmas Evil. I liked this one way better. Okay, you know what? Here's my biggest problem with Christmas Evil is I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the terminology. Is is it pacing? Is it the pacing was slow? Yeah. Is it the fact that every single scene could have been edited by at least a minute or two? And the story would have flowed. Like, I just felt like every single scene was so long. There was unnecessarily long scenes of him I just see, I didn't it get out. that at all. Oh, I enjoy, Like, I literally was like, so it, it started and I was like, meh. And then I was like, oh my god. And then I was like, yes. Like, I, by the end of it, I was like, this movie's bonkers. And I loved it. I did. I, I okay. really like no, this movie. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side with Matt Kelly on this one and say this one's a quality Christmas flick. I'll stick with Die Hard, but okay. Well, I mean, I'm not talking. It's like it's a. I'm not saying it's as good as It's a Wonderful Life. It's not going to be in I'm my cat. I'm sorry. Wasn't your phrase a few minutes ago a Christmas classic? Like a Christmas horror classic. I would stand by that. I, this one will be in my Christmas horror really? rotation. Yeah, because I don't like Silent Night, Deadly Night. No, and we can that get was to that. Pretty poopy as well. That was poopy. <laughs> but like when you think about Christmas horror movies, there's not that many. Obviously, Black Christmas is my number one. Yeah, Gremlins. and then Gremlins and Krampus. Krampus. I love Krampus. But yeah, no, this would go. I would put Christmas Evil in really? my rotation. Yeah, I would not put any Silent Night, Deadly Night in there. I feel like I'm happy that I've seen Christmas Evil. I feel like I can check that off my list. Um, like I'm, I'm, okay. I'm happy that I can now check this one off my list. I kind mm-hmm. of feel like. You know, it was lacking as a horror fan. I should have seen this movie before. So okay. Yeah, me too. It. Me too. Um, this was my first watch as well, yeah, which is like, weird. This, like I said, the pacing was really, really okay. slow for me. It was just, and it was like so much exposition. And you know me. Like, I want to see somebody get killed right away. You want to see movies, right? Uh, this one took a really, really It long did, time. but I, I like, I, okay, so we'll talk about that. We will talk about so it. So the first thing I'm going to throw out there, though, is that why do all these late 70s, early 80s Christmas horror movies make me feel so gross and achy. Like, why are they so achy? I don't know. 
I don't mean they're like It's like I almost feel dirty watching them. Like, I don't know why. Like, and, and I watch so much horror and nothing, faze, rarely anything phases me. But for some reason, I don't like Santa. Like, I always think of that Tales from the Crypt episode that scared the pantalones off of me as a kid. Like, oh, that's so, oh God, that one. Yeah. Uh, and all through the house. And all through the house, that right? is one of the that's that one's now one. that's a quality that's a quality right? but like class. again like i don't know what it is but give me a killer santa and i am so thoroughly creeped out i don't know why I, like i said to matt i was like i'm legitimately creeped out by these movies well, i mean something I about there's the like perversion something, yeah of santa. i was gonna say yeah. like it's something so pure and yeah. something from your childhood uh but no, just yeah i agree with you that the perversion of something so, so pure, pure like right, right, and then it makes really... me really think about how, at the end of the day, all the Santa shit, all the religion shit with Christmas is actually really fucking creepy and weird. But we'll get to that too. Um, so, do you want to start out with a quick little synopsis of this for anybody who might not have seen it? Sure. Um, Christmas Eve starts with Harry as a young boy, oh, little Harry. Basically, his you know illusion of Santa Claus gets shattered. Time out for adventure. Fucking Harry's being a little sensitive. He his is. dad was going down on his mom. I don't see the big problem. First of all, kudos to Harry's mom. Yeah. Get it, girl. That's <laughs> what I have to say. Second of all, it's not like you saw anything that traumatizing. Yeah. You watched your father do a very natural act with your mother. And I loved the faking of it. Did you really? If you really honed in, he wasn't even making contact with her body in no. any way, shape, and or she, form. she still had her panties yeah. on. So, I mean, it was... It was a new approach. Right. And you know, I, maybe hey, I'll try it. Yeah, I, don't know. I, do, I wasn't there in the 70s. I don't know if that's how I did it. You know? Like, that's not... Clearly, like, I wasn't alive. My one big gripe with Harry, because I love him. Right. I'm going to throw that out here. <laughs> okay. I would let him replace the actual Santa. I think he had, makes good judgments. <laughs> but I, I agreed with every kill he made. But, however... However... Really, buddy? Like, relax. Your parents were just having sex. It's well, not that big of a deal. That is actually something that I wrote down as a theme, kind of with both movies, that sex is bad, and sex will get you killed. Punished. Sex, <laughs> sex is dirty, and it's unnatural, and it's... That is a it's theme the in all, all of horror, though. Yeah, like, and, and it's, it's fucked up, and I'm sure there's a book to be had here, but it's true. Like, for some reason, all horror continues to, like, play with this trope that if you have the do the hibbity-dibbity, you are evil and deserve to be punished. But Harry needs to suck it the fuck up a he little really bit. He really does. So Harry, you know, has this, you know, the idea that every child has of Santa Claus, and hears a noise downstairs, he goes downstairs, and he sees his father in a Santa suit, he is going downtown on Mama. P.S. It took me a minute to realize that because it's really the worst acting scene of that I've ever yeah. seen in my life. It looks like he kind of <laughs> he's just like, like grabbing her, yeah, like kind of dancing her thighs. Like, like he looks like, like he's like whispering <laughs> in her vagina. Like so, seeing this basically apparently is enough this to cause everything. Yes, this severe is trauma, mental break. <laughs> this is just the end all, be all of destruction of his youth of his sanity of his purity yeah apparently Freud had it right man one all it takes is one fucking fucked up shit when you're little and and it wasn't even that bad like if I were Harry I don't think I would have known what was going on I would have been like huh and okay not, not only does it kind of like give him a mental break like he goes upstairs finds a snow globe breaks it and then starts cutting himself like he literally yeah, cuts dramatic. his hand yeah because of You're what fucking he baby, saw. Harry. Like, I, I really know. That's I think, why the brothers, like, later on is like, suck it the fuck up, man. Like, I also love that nobody hears this. You know? Like, did well, no to one, be fair, did no one hear obviously they were busy, Jackie. Well, that's so. true. But what about his brother? His brother? His brother told him to fuck off and went back to bed. 
Yeah, but like, does no one hear like the glass smash? The kids, he cut his hand in the okay, kids' Okay, after the kids go to bed, it takes literally <laughs> a, a true disaster for me to check in on them. Yeah. Sometimes I will hear, bum, 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 and I'm like, they're fine, right? They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. And listen, uh, when they go to bed, that's Bobby's happy time. <laughs> Not quite the way Harry's Bobby's getting happy time, yeah. but it's happy time nonetheless. More for me, it's like Netflix and a glass of wine. But nevertheless, that's my happy time. I so don't judge. Um, no, no, no judgment. No <laughs> Thank judgment. you. Thank you. So flash forward, like, I don't know, yeah. 20 years, 50 years, I don't know the timeline. I think we're like, you know, yeah, like 20 some odd years ahead. Yeah. And Harry is now an adult. And he's fucking crazy. He is Christmasaholic. His whole entire apartment is <laughs> I would live in that apartment. Like when you see like. the movie, you think, oh God, like it must be Christmas Day because he wakes up, he's dancing, he has Santa Claus pajamas on and he's like jamming out and it turns out it's not even Christmas. It's not even Thanksgiving. I call it, you know, it's okay when Bunny the Elf does it, but when Harry does it, it's psychosis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry works at a toy factory. And he just things. got a promotion. He did, but he's kind of bummed out. He's so good at his job. At the toy factory on the line, he's so good at it that he gets promoted, and now he's behind a desk, and he's kind of unhappy about it because he wants to be making toys. Yo, for the kids. struggle it's not is like real, bro. Paper behind a desk for real. He's sold out. He's watching the Thanksgiving Day parade when he's on the phone with his brother, and at the end, you know, when Santa comes to close out the parade, like he literally has to like put the phone down and like have a moment. And That's me like, too, though. To be fair, when Santa shows up every year at the parade, so I'm not judging yet. Still, 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 I am on board. On record, Marissa right. has yet to judge. No, I'm yet to have any problem with any of Harry's behavior. <laughs> Fucking, it's not a crime to love Christmas. It's no. not a crime to dance in your jammies, and it's certainly not a crime to hang up the phone and give your full attention to the Thanksgiving Day parade. This is the point of the movie where I was like, okay, come on, Harry, kill somebody. No, not me. Use, I was like, use what? that psychosis. Put a knife on somebody. I was so fast. So his giant books of Naughty and Nice and his fucking peeping Tomery were so fascinating to me. I felt like, what I love about this movie is I felt like I was watching someone's descent into true psychosis in a very real way. And it was fun. Which it probably shouldn't be. But it was. And, and like when he peeped at everybody's windows, I had a couple thoughts about peeping Toms. Number one, why is he peeping on his brother while he's fucking doing over his wife? That's fucking gross. Yeah. Okay. Number two, Back in the day, creepers had to work for it. They had to fucking scoot around and get on God. When he got stuck in the chimney, he wasn't living his best life, by the way. That would be me. That would be me. I'd be like, motherfucker, I'm stuck now. What do I do? So he, get, he tries to go on the roof to go down into the chimney. He gets his ass stuck like Winnie the Pooh. He fucking goes and spies on all the kids. And one kid's being a douche. And like, can we discuss also the kid who fucking cuts the nipples off of the, the, the model? Obviously, that kid's also going to be a psychopath when he's older. Oh, yeah. Well, and like, you know what? Thank God he's been written in the Moss, body. Moss. Moss. Like Moss Garcia. Moss Garcia deserves everything he gets <laughs> for this holiday season. And little Susie, she's delightful. She is. Yeah. She's a pure... And like, the good kids are good and the shitheads are shitheads. And in real life, I wish there were more judgment of that. <laughs> but they made it a point to really separate... The good from the bad, because the good were just the absolute purest of pure good. Oh, like they the were little girl adorable. with her dolly, and she's cradling and kissing the dolly. And then fucking Moss, who's on it's the bed. It's literally... Kid, it's cutting nipples out of Penthouse magazine. Yeah, and like heckling people about it, too. Like, yeah. when Harry comes in, he's like, what do you guys want for Christmas? Susie's like, I want a dolly. And fucking Moss is like, more Penthouse to jerk off to. Like, Jesus Christ, you little shit. What the f- But like, I'm saying... But That's why no, Krumpus exists. There was no in-between, because you were either really good... Or really bad. Much like real life. <laughs> no? 
No? Okay. So where are we on the world? Are we still judgment-free on your end? Um, well, listen, I don't condone peeping in on people, but really it's what Santa does. So still, I'm still okay. Team Harry, okay. because enough. if he is imbibing Santa Claus, mm-hmm. then ipso facto, <laughs> he should be spying on all these children. At first I was like, pedophile? But then I was like, no, no Santa, no, doing his really job. Was, if really Harry's was, wrong, yeah. I don't want to be right. <laughs> So then adults start acting like shits, just like in the real world, too. Uh, like, what the fuck is the motherfucker who makes him work for him? To go out and he oh, lies. That guy, was a that guy deserves everything he gets, he does. too. He does. He, I, I'm, I would, you know, I'm totally okay with the way. Actually, I'm not okay with the way he died. Like, I am, but I, we'll get to that point. Um, so, also, there's one thing he says at the very beginning where he's like, these fucking presents are ruining us financially. The, the guy, the, the jerk guy says oh, that. Right, right. True story, bro. He's not wrong. I mean, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, he's douche, but he's not wrong about that. Because the holidays, very stressful. <laughs> Anybody could lose. You know why all these movies center around somebody losing their mind? Because the holidays are the fucking worst. <laughs> and everybody loses their minds that just a little bit. That is absolutely Fucking true. all this stress. You know what's great about the holidays? Nothing. <laughs> all it is is mad stress. No, it it took me extra time to get up here tonight. You know, had to run into Walmart. It was crowded. That's, you know, it's yeah. like every store is crowded. You're waiting in line. And I forget. I think that's, this is a line in one of the movies. I don't remember if it was this movie or Silent Night, Deadly Night. But they talk about how, oh, I think it's in Silent Night, Deadly Night. The, the toy store owner talks about why the holidays suck. It's because oh, there's a ton of traffic. <laughs> yeah, there's a ton of traffic. Mm-hmm. There's a line everywhere That's why they go. get drunk. I actually support all of their behavior at their corporate post-Christmas party, and I think that Billy needs to lighten up, but we'll get there. We will get there. All, all right, right, so go ahead. So yada, 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 he, he's basically, and obviously he's done this before because he's got all these books dating back years on yeah, all these he's kids. Been, he, well, that was my question. He's been creeping on these kids, keeping books, but is this the first time he's actually taken somebody's life? Because he starts killing, he doesn't kill any kids. Even the, even the bad kids don't get killed. No, he just gets a pile of shit, which is so dope. <laughs> like I could list at least five kids right off the top of the old head should get a pile of shit sometimes mine included in that list <laughs> but yeah but so he <laughs> so he's dressed up he's he makes his own Santa costume he paints a sleigh he fucking glues a beard yeah he on. paints a sleigh on his oh band. I love the he sleigh glues, yeah he like you know puts the uh the beard and, and the eyebrows. Like, he, he is Santa from head to toe. He, like, stuffs his shirt with batting to make him, you know, big fat belly. See? Nothing to worry about yet. <laughs> so, I guess, so here's my question. Yeah, I'm ready. He dresses up. He has mm-hmm. his whole Santa thing on. Yeah. At one point, he breaks into the toy factory and he steals a bunch of toys because he wants to give them to children. Well, because, because he's pissed whole, about right, the, the, the fundraiser. bullshit fundraiser. Yes. Right. Because they, his well, company, it, there's a good corporate message there, and I'll get into that in a minute. His like, company I, you know. says that like they're they're going to donate some toys to a children's hospital, and they're encouraging the employees to also donate. And Harry talks to like you know one of the you know head muckney mucks over there, and he was like, well, you he's know, a total douche too. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, you're donating these toys. He's like, so you, you're sure that there's enough toys so each child there gets a toy? And they're like, oh, well, that's where we're you know. That's where we're looking for our employees to help, you know, supplement that. Now that you're management, you need to push those people on the line to make sure they donate. Which is so fucking fucked up. 
Yeah. Because and, here are the, the poorest, right? The poorest people in the company expected to give their money. Mm-hmm. And the fucking Richie Riches are like literally fucking like, it's such a good theme to it, like in the avarice of cor- the corporate world. I think this, this movie is definitely set in New York City. I took it because between the, th- the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and the Rockefeller tree, yeah. it, it has such an industrial 70s griminess to it, which I actually super love too. And then they throw in this amazing theme where he fucking, he's like, literally getting justice for like because at first i was like oh he's like a 1970s incel and like he would be a mass shooter in today's day and age but like then i was like no harry's way more complicated than that so i think that like harry has a very particular moral code and i think that the theme this idea that these rich motherfuckers out there are constantly trying to guilt us into giving more when we barely have any to begin with. Like, look at the fucking Salvation Army, those those vampires who run that and who are, like, anti-homosexuality and very strictly religious right-wing. And and they and then they pay corporate salaries, like these six-figure salaries with the pennies they collect with the... It's bonkers. And so it makes me infuriated this time of year. That there are so many bullshit corporations and so many bullshit charities that don't actually give, like, they give pennies on the dollar of what we stupidly donate. Because we're poor and we can barely afford it, but we have the guilt and we want to make a better world, so we give our money. And then pennies on the dollar actually go to the needy people. And, it, and, and Harry gets pissed and he steals all the toys and he gives them to the fucking kids. And I love it. I love everything about it. And I love how fucking radically, like powerful this movie is as a statement on like all the bullshit that comes with the holidays so i don't, I don't know maybe i'm reading too much into it but no, i'm no, still I, team I, harry at this point <laughs> no i i will say that i am i'm i can't say that i'm team harry no i'm team i'm team the actor who played harry because i thought the guy did a really good job he did do a good job i don't I really, know you're kind of convincing me now more and more that that this might be i'm not going to call it classic but you're kind of convincing it's not me as bad as yeah. It's not as bad as I might need to watch it. Yeah, I think you need I to give it another chance. It. Yeah, I I really think there's a lot of fun to be had here. You just gotta like find it. Um, I also think that okay, so let's go like through his kill list, right? Okay. So he steals the toys. That's like his first act. I also love that when he's driving the car, he pretends to be I'm dead, sir. I'm dead, sure. That's like me in real life. So I can't even like <laughs> judge for that one. Um, uh, so okay, so he kills. Well, first of all, can we discuss he goes to the party and does a jig for, like, 20 minutes, and I fucking loved it. Oh, I like that, too. And he gives toys to all the kids, he and he's like, he was, did you, well, did you? He was, no, I'm stumbling over my words. That wasn't a party that he intended to go to, right? No, he, he was, was just kind peeping. Of creeping yeah, he was peeping. And yeah. someone saw him, like, oh, perfect, a Santa, come on in. Like, I don't know if they thought it was planned. Right. And then, like, he never missed a beat, and he did, he you know, danced. he danced, yeah. he danced with the kids, he gave out presents. He danced with the adults. A little before that, I love when he's practicing how to say Merry Christmas. Oh, <laughs> see? You're, You're falling in love with Harry. You're falling in love with Harry. Um, you will. You will be in love with him by the end of all this. <laughs> um, and I also, this this definitely, like, when, when Moss's mom takes him with her to go to her girl's night out. I'm like, girl, get it. Like, been in the 70s when you could just smack your kid around a little bit and then take them with you and leave them in the car while you go to the bar to drink. Nothing was wrong with that back then. Now you leave your kid in the car for, you leave your 20-year-old in the car for five minutes to go into the Wawa and get a coffee and you'll get arrested. But like, back then you can do whatever the fuck you want. That kid was probably in the bar drinking with her. Probably. And I have one thing to say, Dems were the days. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so fuck Moss, he deserves it. Um, also, can we talk about the hospital for 
oh, it was so cringy and, like, inappropriate. Like, they were, like, at the hospital for retarded children. And I was like, no, that's so cringy. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's the times. Like, again, this movie had to have been made in late 70s or in 1980 if it came out in 1980. I think that was just the way that things were at the time. Like, you know, it is cringy if we look through it with a 2018 lens. This movie came out in 1980, which means... At best, it was made in 1980 or 79 or 78 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that was the terminology. No, yeah, like, totally. No, we can't. Right. That, it's like, not yes, fair. It's cringy in today's It's, it's standards, the same reason why I will I will defend Baby, It's Cold Outside. Because yeah. it's not. it wasn't made in 2018 during yeah. the Me Too movement. It was made in the 40s when it was like a woman wasn't allowed to be upfront about wanting to stay and had to play coy. And it was like, a, a you know, there's no... I think uh, the terminology about things were different then, too. I like, I stand by that song. I and, I that sta- song. and I stand by, yeah, a movie that is, fault- is victim of its own times. You're right. Yeah. Preach, sister. Um, can we discuss the whole... I tried so hard to get a meaning out of Harry kept saying he needed to find his tune. Like... What? Was it like his tune was, he was crazy? Like he had to find like the full crazy? He had to find his Santa? Like, I I don't know. I tried so hard to find like like, a a depth there. Or something, like Mm -hmm. something pretty awful. Oh, when he was humming and they were all like, "Mm." Mm. Also his Elf on the Shelf game in his bathroom. Did you see them? They were like a big line of Elf on the Shelf. I was like, that's fucking next level. Mm -hmm. He would win at the Elf on the Shelf game. (laughs) Uh, okay, so I'm going to see, are you still on Team Harry? A hundred percent. He has yet to do anything I can't stand by. Killing three people in front of a crowd of people on the steps of a okay, church. Okay, here's why I love it. <laughs> Bear with me. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. So they show, they flash to the corporate douchebags in church. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to show us the very fucking real theme, and this runs through both of these movies, that of just how hypocritical, dark, and fucked up religion can be. Right? So all these motherfuckers are in church acting all pious, right? They walk down the steps of the church, and those three scumbags, the first thing they do is mock Harry and, like, treat him like shit and be bad people right after they got out of church on Christmas Eve. So to me, the fact that he, like, gives these people... I'm not saying they deserve to die. Listen, (laughs) I'm not saying that scumbaggy people who go to church and pretend to be actually good people and then do shitty things deserve to die. But I am saying that I'm okay with the idea that they somehow, he was still within his moral code. Because fuck you, you assholes, you fucking little douchebags. Like, and the girl who didn't do anything and was like, hey guys, knock it off, he left her alone. He killed them because they were fucking scumbags. I just, I guess part of me is just kind of like smacking him for being a bad criminal for killing people in front of that many witnesses. I know. I was sad when like the mob went after him. At the same time, it's Christmas Eve and what's your killer look like? Santa Santa Claus. (laughs) Brilliant. You know, so at the same time, is it a dumb, you know, move or is it a brilliant move? Yeah. And like he, he brings the toys to the, to Willowy Springs, right? And I love when, when they're like, when he goes to the hospital and all the staff at the hospital is like, oh my gosh, Santa, like, thank you. Who should we thank? And he's like, oh, people who don't know how generous they can be. Like, what a fucking great line. Like, he's like. It's a total Robin Hood thing. I know. He's stealing from the rich and giving it to the poor. And it's so, it's, it's almost beautiful. And again, like the, the, the statement on the hypocrisy of humanity. Go Harry. I was all into it. I was, I was into Harry's line of justice. Then 
the polka party, which I loved. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. That that party, honestly, that party reminded me of many, many family parties like growing up in the early and like mid 80s, where like this <laughs> is silly silly, but the floor, that green and white tile floor, like I'm pretty sure like one of my uncles had a floor like that in their basement where we always had parties. So in the beginning of the movie, Harry is basically bullied into working the line again. Um, By he, Frank the he, douche. Yeah, he, you know, Harry already has worked his shift behind the desk. And the guy, Frank, was like, oh, well, you, you said you missed the line. You love the line so much. Oh, I got to go on vacation. The wife's, you know, breaking my stones, blah, blah, blah. You, 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 <laughs> you and, do a uh, really good Frank. Thanks. You're awesome. Uh, so, and then he calls him. And he's like, so, yeah, you're, you're, I got a solution to the problem. You're going to work for me. And Harry's like, but, uh, See, Harry or... just is sick of being fucking walked all over in life. He is. So he goes to Frank's house to kill him, and of course he's dressed as Santa Claus, so what does Santa Claus do? Santa Claus goes down the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> but Harry doesn't fit that. I fucking love it so much. And his little ladder, he's like scurrying. I, I fucking love it. And when he doesn't fit down the chimney, he has to like wedge his ass out of there. I was you like, You can see the panic in his face. Oh, it's so like, cool. Every, 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 you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going to say it right now. Like, every woman has had that moment when you're in a pair of pants. <laughs> And suddenly you can't get out of them. You have this look on your face like, do I cut them? Like, do I cut them out? Do I live in these pants forever? Especially in a dressing room. There's nothing more terrifying. Yeah. There have been times where, like, a bathing suit top or something, and I'm like, that's it. Jaws a lifetime. Like, it's, this is real. Like, I'm going to have to buy this because I can get it off my body. So I relate to the, the panic on Harry. Me too. Or, you know what? I know that feeling, too, of being stuck in, like, a tube. Because, like, one time when Kenzie was really little, she climbed all the way up to the top of the Chick-fil-A fucking ladder thing, like the tubies, and she got scared to come down, so I had to crawl all the way up there and get her, and I was seriously no. ready for them to have to call with the jaws of life to get me out of yeah, there. Yeah, I would have, like, waved to her and be like, bye, I'm gonna get a new kid now. <laughs> I was like, please come down, and I had to crawl all the way oh, up, like, one no. of those, like, tube slides. No, F that. Oh, yeah, and, I and I gotta tell you, I barely fit. Like, I had to get some Chick-fil-A, like, some Chick-fil-A sauce to rub <laughs> on the edges. Some Polynesian <laughs> sauce on the sides. Sweet sour sauce. Method for killing Frank. Uh huh. The de <laughs> the death by presence thing. God, I fucking love it. And his wife, Frank's wife, was sleeping Frank's, through all of this. Frank's what wife. What kind of fucking was that? Dream was she in? <laughs> she was not a ride or die bitch. Boy, I gotta tell you. There, in fact, not only is Frank's wife not a ride or die bitch, but nor is Bill's wife. Like, they both were like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, he, she finally... Prince, she's sleeping with Prince Valiant she's tonight. She's sleeping with Prince Valiant tonight. Because, like, there is a struggle. There is a for real struggle. Harry takes his bag, his very large, you know, Santa sack, right, again. full of presents, and tries to smother Frank <laughs> with it. Which, A, something like that... I don't know. I can't see how that would smother somebody. Oh, that's the part of the movie you're suddenly yes, taking issue with. This is where I'm going to criticize. And, and all of this happens. And Frank's wife is sleeping. Okay, again, to be fair, when you're married with kids, y'all don't wake up for <laughs> shit. She sleeps through all of that. And then wait. And then, only after Harry slashes Frank's throat and he, like, falls on her, then she suddenly wakes up. I also, is this the part where the kids see him kill someone? Because that's when I'm like, oh, Harry, come on. You know Did what the I, kids see it? Some, at some point, I, and maybe not, but at some point, I, I wrote, I, wrote I don't know where, but I wrote a note at some point where I was like, come on, Harry, you know what Santa trauma does to kids. Why would you perpetuate the vicious cycle? 
I don't remember if this was the part. I don't. There's think some part where he there. does something in front but, of Kit. So, so Frank's wife, really? I mean, what are you doing? Ugh. The maybe, only one who's worse is Bill's wife. Maybe, maybe don't drink the scotch with the sleeping medicine. That's all I'm I mean, listen. Again, no judgment. <laughs> again. again, no, again. Again. But no mama needs her beauty mask, right? <laughs> I mean, this is just a whole thing about me not having children at Christmas versus you actually having children at Christmas. <laughs> it's, so, very it's, it's very stressful. It's very fucking stressful. Very stressful. Like, I, I want, find that I drink I this time. I bought biscuits for my dog a couple months ago. Here's his Christmas gift. I'm stress-free at this point. Oh, my God. I literally, I think this time of year is when I definitely drink my troubles. Because, like, I think, I feel like the festiveness makes it okay. So I'll, like, definitely pound down a few more than usual. Um, so, yeah. So, okay. So then this all winds up. So in the town, though, an angry mob comes after yeah, after like it. straight Frankenstein. Yeah, Every like light the torches. torches. Yeah. And it's a shame because he's a hero. <laughs> he comes across a group of, of people and they're these little kids and he's talking to the kids and the parents are looking at him like... That's when this, he's, when I'm like, oh, come on. Like, Because at this point, the, the city has been made aware, like, people are on the lookout. It's been on the news. Somebody dressed as Santa is killing people. So far, there was, like, the three dead in front of the church. A man was found dead in his home. So, like, people are now on the lookout for a man dressed as Santa. Right, and it's not, like, now where everybody would be Facebooking about it and shit. So, like, they have to get real. They have to light their torches and go find them. Harry comes (laughs) across a group of people, and they're these kids, and the kids run up. And they, like, defend them. And, yeah, when the parents are like, you know what? You're the like you're the guy like and they go, first of all like, those parents are fucking dummies they really because are. I would be like oh hey hey Santa hey girl like come here hey guys come here I gotta show you something like I would never try to win my kids would definitely defend Santa too the the one guy pulls a He's knife a shit. on he deserves Harry, it too and all the kids literally stand in front of him like a barrier. And at one point, I thought guy, that kid was gonna stab him. I did. The guy drops the knife, and the little girl picks the knife. I was like, up, "Do it, little like, girl. You won't. Have your phone. You won't. Yeah." I was like, "You won't. You won't." <laughs> That's my note. I really, really. Me wanted too. Her to stab I was. Him, I literally was like, "You won't." You know. But she. But did. then she would end up on the bad girl. I know. Boys and he wasn't did. gonna hurt those kids because no. they didn't do anything wrong. He. Innoc- like the innocence. Another interesting theme in both of these is the importance of the innocence of childhood, and that that's really what the holiday is about. Like I will go to the depths of fucking Mordor to protect my kids' innocence from all all of like the niceness and the cuteness and the magic of the holidays. And one of them already knows, and it's hard because I like wish I could give her back that magic. But it's like it's true. It's like kids kids are innocent and they're sweet and except Moss, he's a shit. Yeah. Um. But he gets what he deserves. Yeah. Fucking. Little so, curve. So yeah, so it's on the news. It's on the radio. Well, it's yeah, it's like it's nineteen eighty, so it's on the radio. So right. Listen to the radio, and it's like breaking news alert. Man dressed hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I went to that voice. Me too. Like, That's the same I voice I had in my head for this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 number one. RK radio here telling you that there's a center on the loose. <laughs> Do not approach center. Um, Tell your delicate wife to go back inside and lock right. your kids up. Clutch your pails and <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. So the whole city is a buzz with this killer Santa a buzz. Claus. And so Frank's brother is like, we're already oh, at forty minutes. Shit. We gotta get Frank's brother is like, oh shit, you know, yeah, he it's knows. gotta be Harry. It's gotta be like all signs are pointing Harry. And he has again, no his fucking wife is a bitch about it because you think she'd be like, oh my god, hon, like I, I trust your instincts. Like, what do we need to do? She's like, oh, see Madonna, like give me my eggnog. Like, let's watch Watch of the Wooden Soldiers. But he fucking sets everybody straight, Bill. He, he gets so, them alive. And then, and then know, Harry shows up. Harry shows up, and 
Was he going to kill him? Like, I was Harry going to kill his brother because he was having sex with his wife? I don't know. Because that's the part where I'm like, oh, no. Because Harry wouldn't, like, oh, I don't know. I don't think I he don't was going to kill him. I but don't then know. the fucking brother strangled his... That's my note. Like, fucking next you're, level you're shit. Like, you know, but Why you got me so extra? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. And, and I'm going to go on defensive bill just a little bit. I'm not. And and I'm only saying this from an... I don't even know how to... I'm just going to fucking say it. When you deal with someone with mental illness for a really long time, it can be very trying on your patients. Absolutely. I'm sure like, having kids is trying. Yep. But when, like, there's a certain age where you, you know, you don't have to take care of your kids anymore. But I feel like Bill has had to take care of his brother his whole entire life and deal with his... Yeah, because you know Harry's been bonkers yeah, his like, entire so life. Yeah, so I think it just kind of got to a breaking point where... Harry broke and started killing people, so his brother broke as well. Like, I I have tried. I have tried. And this is how you repay me, trying to take care of you your whole life. This is what you He just got to a point. So, you know what? I've I've been in the mental illness game. That's that's not the right word. I've been in the mental health field. (laughs) I like like, mental illness game better. (laughs) I've been in the mental health field for well over a decade at this point, and I'm like, I'm... Kind of with you, Bill. Like, yeah, there, no, there, there's really some good people point. that's like, you know, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, yeah. somebody's mental illness might be to the point where you can talk all you want because they're going to hear something completely different. So I can kind of see where his brother was finally like, after everything I've done, after everything we've right, been through, right. this, this is the path you chose. Right. This is what you've chosen. This is what you've done. So he, yeah, he loses his. I mean, I and, definitely think he had a temporary insanity. Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, if he shot. kills his brother, he saves his brother from going through a trial or jail. He saves his family from having to deal with the embarrassment of the killer saving his brother. So, but unfortunately, he chokes him out, and he thinks he's killed him. He drags him to the van. Also, this out. is where I'm going to judge the, the the mother real quick. Okay. I mean, the, his wife. Right. Um. Listen, I'm not going to pretend like there's nothing I would like. I, my husband accidentally strangles his his crazy brother. I'm gonna help him. Yeah. I'm not gonna turn my back right now, right then and there. Like if Matt commits a crime, I mean we're Delma losing it. You know what I mean? Like he's one of like three people you included that like if you commit a crime, you could call me and I'll help you hide the body. You know what I mean? Like it's just there's certain people in life. I think you have to just you got to be a ride or die bitch. Like you got to be like I'm uh, like Matt. If I killed someone, would you help me hide the body? Yeah. See. Yeah, see, that's tr- hashtag true love. You have no extra extra strength. It's very true. You need <laughs> hashtag true love. Like that. See, that's what I'm talking about. Like, she's not a ride or die bitch. She yeah. fucking bails on him. She, like, gives him a dirty look and walks back inside. Bitch, come on. Like, he needs you right now. So, the, the real, again, the real hero here, Harry. <laughs> so, Harry, it turns out, he isn't dead. No. And he's Santa. Of course he, he's not dead. He punches his brother in the face, and he drives away in the van. My favorite part's coming. <laughs> So here it comes. You know, everybody's kind of catching up to him. Angry mob sees him. You know, the cops are coming. His brother's trying to chase him. And Harry, to avoid hitting the mob of people, veers off the overpass, but does his van fall to a fire? No, ma'am, it does not. Because he becomes Santa. And the van (laughs) flies away. Yes! Best ending ever. But now, here's my question. Is that his delusion? Like, is he now currently in no. a crumpled, fiery van at the bottom of the fucking ravine? It doesn't matter. And in his mind, he's flying No, he's standing. Or he's, is he truly... And, and then again, tomorrow, good night. Like, what an epic ending. It was a really good ending. 
It was a good. It was a good way. <laughs> I guess you and know. In I'm, my heart, what happened then was that he flew to the North Pole <laughs> because I like Harry, <laughs> as we've established. I'm just about about yeah. Harry. Yeah. No. You know what? He <laughs> flew back to the North Pole where he belonged. He no, he probably died people. in a fiery car accident. Okay, but he might have I really, in my head, prefer... And I also like that this film is called Christmas Evil because I don't think Harry's the evil. I think we are the evil and Harry's dealing with that. I also think that at the end of the day, if you strip away all of the Santa, the stuff we make okay, Santa is a creeper who watches our kids all the time and deems them naughty or nice and either punishes or rewards them accordingly. And that's creepy. It is creepy. It's and Christmas that is evil. Not yeah, Harry. boom. Not Harry. And I bet you you secretly like it now. I, I'm going to give it a second watch. Okay, I yay. will give it a second I know I now, like I said, my biggest problem with the movie was the pacing and the extra long scenes that I felt could have been cut. But now, like on second viewing, I know that they're there. And I know what to expect with them, so yeah. maybe it'll maybe be it'll, a little yeah. faster for me. So I will, I will, you've convinced All me, right. I will give it a I've done go. my job. Okay, so now let's move on to Silent Night, Deadly Night from 1984. Not nearly as exciting for me as Christmas Evil. Not at all. So my experience with this is actually when I was a kid, seeing drips and drabs of this and being really fucking creeped out and probably mildly traumatized. Because the only scene I remember as a child is the scene where the Santa kills the parents. In the beginning. In the beginning. And then I remember being so scared that I didn't watch any more of it. And little did I know if I would have just trucked through a little more, it turns into a Hallmark movie for, for five minutes. So I should have really, really... You also, started. Billy's hot. Uh, I have that. <laughs> Billy is hot. He kind of looks like a baby Patrick Wilson. I would, mm-hmm. I would have, you know, dr- trauma or... Now, first of all, yes. this kid has a reason. To hate Santa. Yes. Unlike Harry. Unlike Harry, Billy has legit This is legit. Right. So, um, long story short, his parents get killed in front of him when he's little. He goes to a fucked up orphanage where this fucked up mother superior does fucked up things to kids. Also, the two who are doing the deed in the orphanage, were they just like orphans? I I Or was that a nun? I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, either way, she, she does really, like, horrific corporal punishment-y things, like ties him up, beats him, all this crazy crap, mm-hmm. tells him everything's a sin. He goes and works for a toy store again, and where he loses it because they make him dress as Santa. Yeah. And then he, the girl he likes goes and, like, gets rapey with another guy. Yeah, and then, I didn't like her yet. We'll get to it, but okay. yeah, she turned so, out to be a bitch. But. Yeah, she was, she was a jerk, too. And then, long story short, he goes on a giant killing spree. Yeah. And then he, at the end, gets gets ki- killed by the cops. Um, and then what's crazy is that he gets killed. Two Santas get shot by the cops in front of children, who are now all going to grow up to be serial killers. There's like 20 of them. And now we have a real problem on our hands. Because obviously, if you see trauma with Santa as a child, you become a serial killer. So now you've got like 20 kids. One who picked up an axe at the end, I might yeah. add. Which was well, cool, kind of cool, but we'll get to that. Um... Yeah, so look how... I'm sorry, I stole the synopsis. No, I'm glad. My, one of my favorite things about the beginning of this movie, when it's Billy... Uh, Billy! His, his mom and dad are driving. It's Billy, and he's got a baby brother, sister in the car. I think it's baby brother in the mm-hmm. car. My first note is 70s, like, what? No car seats. Mom's <laughs> holding the baby. And Billy's just in the Good back. Good old days. Living free. Yeah, it's, living it's, his it's, best life. It's the, it's the 70s, so he's just whatever. Uh, yeah, and then and then all the trauma with Santa, like mom gets raped, dad gets killed. Yeah, dad gets killed first. Mom gets you know pretty much raped and assaulted, and then gets her throat slit. And then mm-hmm. so yeah, agreed. Legit reason for Billy not to like Santa. 
Um, the uh, so the store montage is my favorite. I part. had that was my next one. Like, I hey, get a montage. montage. Because so Billy has this issue with Santa, and you see this, which is legit. Page. Yeah, and the, and the mother superior even says, like, you know what? The way that I treat him, you know, the what I'm doing is going to help him. And, and there's that nice nun, right? She, yeah, she's the mother superior is so convinced that her method of you know his you know. Correcting his behavior is the right way, and she's curing him. Billy seems to be like a good kid, but when Christmas happens, he wigs out, and rightfully so. And the mother superior is like, I'm going to put that kid on Santa's lap. He's going to be respectful. You're going to see that my method is the proven method, and it's going to work. She goes, to, she goes extreme exposure. Skip to her dragging Billy into Santa's lap, and he is kicking and streaming the whole way. She, like, puts him near Santa, and he slugs Santa. Like, he lays him out and goes running. And, yeah, like, she, like, beats him. She has tied him up. We skip forward to, like, him being, like, I don't know, like, 16, 17, 18 years, 18 years old. He's, like, an older teenager. And, yeah, he gets a job in the toy store. And everything goes great for we a We get a fantastic montage. Oh, my God. It's, like, and the song that plays yeah. in the back of that damn montage. I can't even. I want to play it in the background of my life from now until forever. In, in this movie... Um, I'm assuming that this is some alternate universe where bras were never invented because every woman in this movie seemingly Listen, just takes the top right off so, and there's no bra in me. So A, they all had really tiny boobies, which is how they can pull that off. Okay. B, it's the early 80s, dude. I'm thinking people were living their best life and not wearing bras as much. We should try it. Let's try it. I Let's just try go it. bras <laughs> from now until forever. No. <laughs> Would you think I'd lose my job? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I would be so National geographic if I didn't wear a bra. <laughs> um, With this movie being my first viewing and not knowing too, too much about it, present surprise of Linnea Quigley. <gasps> I didn't know she was in this, and I see, like, somebody topless making out, and I was like, oh, she looks familiar. I was like, hey. Of course. It's, it's, I know those boobies. Yeah, I know those boobies anywhere. That's Linnea Quigley. So, uh, can we talk about his his fantasy of making out with what's her face? That's not Linnea Quigley as like the girl, the main girl that he's like into. No, that's the girl in the toy store, right? Who's the Linnea Quigley? She's the the one, the girl that gets killed by being put on a deer. Oh, that's right. <laughs> she gets the deer death. Um. So when he has his fantasy, this is what I was talking about off the air. When he has his fantasy about getting down and dirty, there's a stump butt. It goes from a super hairy, really creepy butt to a totally cute little butt, and then back to the hairy butt. (laughs) Oh, I was so distracted by this actor who clearly was like in his contract was like, I'm not showing my butt. So they just got like a porn star with a hairy 70s butt, and it was so amazing. Like I paused it, and I was like, wait. And I like, I rewatched it. I was like. Wait, did I just see that right? And and when we're done, I'm going to show you the stunt butt. And I'm very sad that you didn't notice it because it was so blatant. Like, the editing was so bad that, like, it was like, his legs, hairy butt, and then back to smooth and shiny, and then hairy butt. And I just, all I could do was sing um, Warm Side of the Door and watch the hairy butt all night long. <laughs> And then it kept skipping because we were both trying to watch it. <laughs> oh, God. It was so funny. The hairy stress. Literally, I have a giant note that says, he had a hairy stunt butt. Ah, ha, 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 ha. I, I wrote. <laughs> the best part is I wrote ha, ha's for a good three lines of my notebook. 
Because that's how amused I was. <laughs> Apparently, my note on some of the naked scenes, where does no one, so I said, does no one wear a bra in 1984? Linnea Quigley, I know those boobs. She's my I know hero. those boobs anywhere. Sun's out, guns out. Yes. Also, <laughs> <laughs> um, when the other girl's practically getting raped, I was like, Billy, are you, you going to step yeah, out? Yeah, he or really did take his time. He, I mean, he took his time. And off. unlike Harry, who has a strict moral code, mm-hmm. this guy's just a psycho. Yeah. Like, he kills everybody. Well, not for nothing. I'm not going to victim blame. And, okay, so you're... Raper, your raper, Rape. the rapist. Thank yes. You. The rapist is a raping you. And uh-huh. someone saves you. Yeah. And your hero that is saving you, okay, fine, he kills him. I had this thought too. But then she was like, oh my God, like you're psycho. What's wrong with you? You just killed him. Even he if I'm just, having that thought, I'm not going to say just, it out loud. You, he just saved you. He just yes. saved you. And you're going to be a bitch about it. And you know what? You deserve this awesome death of getting a knife in your gut, and then he, like, pulls it up, no, and you deserve to die, bitch, because you could be a little bit more You could grateful. be a little nicer about it. A little bit more grateful. Don't you fucking judge him. He just saved your life. He did. And he took it. Did he take his time saving your life? Maybe. Yes. yes. Did he yeah. maybe be a creeper? Maybe. Maybe. Was he maybe just a Santa? Yes. Definitely. But, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you're absolutely... I had the same thought. I was yeah. like, Simadonna, he just saved you. He just But on the same token, though, like, even if you are having that thought, because we would all have that thought yeah. if he burst in like that and sure. killed him. Sure, I would be like, oh, you're my hero. And then I run later. Nice. Right. Like, put my shirt back on, and then I run. Actually, I feel like the moment that he, like, got that, like, smarmy dude off of me, I would have been running. I would have been gone. I wouldn't even stick around you to see have what waited to No, oh, I would have. I would have seen. I, I want to see out. how this plays out. <laughs> I don't I think, think I'm, I'm going anywhere going at that point. <laughs> um, also, and I didn't. I don't remember what her name is. The woman that's drinking with the Ira, secretary. The secretary. She's my hero in this movie. I love her. And when he, I wish I could work with her. her. And she tricked him by putting the hat oh, on I the box. I was boxes. so excited. I was so I want upset that hat she too. actually, it was a pretty Me cool too. Hat. She was like the, the strongest, like he, she was yeah. the one who almost got away. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, she's going to get away. Like, this is awesome. She tricked you. She bested mm-hmm. you. And he did get her in the end. But, you know, there was that. I, I love that she put her little she, hat up there to trick Me him. too. I, and I really wanted her to get away because I kind of mm-hmm. loved her. Like she was drunk and just, she, she was seems fine. like, she's like that fun friend at work who you know you're going to have a good time with when you get drunk and she's older and she's fun and cool. Yeah. Like, I, I like it. And I also think she was going to go home with the boss, which I was also into. Oh, I was rooting for that. Yeah, me too. I was, I was okay with that. it. I liked it. Um, now, another thing that kind of bothers me is that at this point, it just turns into a shitty slasher film. Yeah. And not even a good one. Like a low rate slasher film. Yeah. So like, whereas like, yeah. I don't, like fully understand how like, like the secretary, like, how did she really, like how didn't she get away? Like she probably, she could have gotten away. Like how did she not get away? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Eh. And I also feel like, I don't know, whereas like, I feel like Christmas Evil has so many layers and so much depth to like the rationale of it and the motives and like the, just what it's trying to say. This, while it did have interesting ties to the, the hypocrisy of religion, much like Christmas yeah. Evil does, because Mother Superior really is the true villain here, if you ask me. That woman said shivers down my spine. Um, and when she's in the wheelchair in the end, I'm like, I don't feel bad for you. Like, I was kind of pissed that she lived. Yeah. You know, like, I was like, no. Nah. Like, I hope the kid takes the axe and gets you with it because you're a fucking scumbag. Like, who are you? First of all, this also speaks to how fucking little we knew about psychology back in this, even in the 70s and 80s and what fucking shitheads we were. Which is hard as two people who work in the mental health field. It's hard to see it. It's hard to realize, like, just how 
from like in just how not long ago it was that people were terrible about treating actual trauma and understanding psychology and understanding what trauma does to children developmentally like it's it's crazy to think this woman would put this poor child through such extreme exposure therapy with no regrets whatsoever you know like she was a fucking monster but like I don't know I think where where I kind of got lost with this one is that it just turned into a to me like a a bad low-grade slasher film and I was like I'm over it you know so after he leaves the toy store he ends up making his way back to the orphanage um oh he also gives a little girl a box cutter as a gift, which I found hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's after, now go around that's real fast. Quigley's little sister. Yes. So yeah, after he kills the boyfriend and Linnea Quigley, which P.S. he picks Linnea Quigley up, and there's a deer head she on the wall. She was being kind of a dick to his and sister. And he pushes her slowly. He pushes her into the deer, so the antlers uh, impale her. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty cool. But then yeah, her little sister is still in the house, and she winds up like you know Billy's there. And Billy sees her and he pulls a knife out of his like the I thought he was gonna kill her too. And then he ends up like just like awkwardly giving it to her, like, here I, I like the scene ends with her like you. looking down at the yeah. bloody box cutter. It's, it's like awesome. it's almost like she gave him this amazing gift and he was like, Oh, I have a gift for you too and he has nothing on him and he just feels in his pocket and he's like, I have It's like the guy who gives you like a tic tac with lint on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so he makes his way back to the orphanage. Of course, on his way there, again, not unlike our first movie, Christmas Evil, you know, words on the street, Santa Claus is killing people, and fucking super cop sees a Santa Claus and just opens fire. Can and we discuss the fact man. that it apparently we thought police brutality really was a problem for minorities, but it's actually just as prevalent for people who are just like Santa. Like, hashtag Santa lives matter. That's all I have to say about that because I was disturbed. It's funny too, because I'm teaching a unit on police brutality right now. And I so badly wanted to be like, hashtag Santa lives matter. Like it's, I can't believe he just opens fire on a Santa in front of 20 children. He sees, and he doesn't even see Santa Claus from the front. He sees a Santa Claus from behind and just shoots twice. You know what? And this is what I say all the time. The only difference between the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and today is not that cops are more brutal or that they're stupider or more aggressive. It's that now we just see it because of the cameras. Yeah. So, like, if this happened today, there'd be, like, a thousand people taking... Those kids would all have their cameras out and be like, oh, bitch, that guy shot Santa! Like, and it would be viral. And I could, and we'd watch it on the news. But, like, I, I, the fact that the motherfucker shot that poor well, fucking... And then when, like, he's in the orphanage explaining what happened, he's like... Oh, they're well, like, well, he's like, fucking deaf. He, he was dressed like Santa. Yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. He yeah. might as well have been like, yeah. he's red. He's yeah. He's, he, he was he was of color. Like, yeah. you're a fucking scumbag like all the other, like so, so many others. Luckily, Sorry, good police. <laughs> luckily, that cop does get it. it he it does. does. Billy, Billy gets him in the end. But yeah, so the end of the movie, you know, Billy, you know. The sledding deaths are pretty, the sledding death was oh, hilarious too. Funny. When he freaking yeah, sends he, the body down, I was giggling a little bit. Now, it turned into like, it was good. like slapsticky for a while. There a little bit. When Billy makes it to the orphanage uh, to kill Mother Superior, uh, he's shot before he yeah, to, kind of know, a bummer. Like, raises the axe, boom, boom. He's man. Dead. Those kids are all going to be serial killers too. Yeah, that is a whole lot of. They watched not one but two Santas die in, in the span of. That's plus, can true. we talk about what she's like? I know what to make everybody feel better. Sing, <laughs> like really, yeah, lady? Yeah, they're all like they're all like crying yeah, and like shaking and they're singing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, it was so fucking terrible. She's the worst. She, she deserved really to die. Again, so much about religion is so dark and so hypocritical, and I think both these movies play very nicely with that in yeah, in honor of the birth of the baby Jeebus. So I kind of, I'm into it. Okay. Um, 
Also, I have a, a few good ideas. Number one, I think we should make a film about the little girl with the box cutter. Because I feel like she had a really <laughs> interesting story after that. Well, there are several other Silent Night, Deadly Nights. I we, really hope one of them's about one of her. Is the Can of we the watch them all? In, <laughs> also, um, another idea I have is how come once he became Santa, he no longer could speak in full sentences? I don't. Does Santa not speak in full sentences? I don't understand how, like... When somebody is afraid of something, like, you know how they, like, try to, like, do that whole, what is it, the, like, immersion thing, where, like, if you're afraid afraid of spiders, I'm going to cure you of this by making you hold a spider. Right, but but we know that gradual exposure is the way to go now. We know that, like, extreme exposure doesn't work. Afraid. Uh-huh. And I just said, here, put out your hands, and I put, like, five spiders in your hands. Right. You would be, like, crying, Absolutely. shaking, whatever. So, when they put the Santa Claus suit on him, and he looks in the mirror, he just kind of gets that, like, stoic, psycho, kind of just, like... Well, there is, with exposure, that... And I would with exposure, that, more of a reaction from well, him. There, you can actually go so far beyond the fear that you just... So, so, there are some people who still practice extreme immersive exposure as therapy. And it's still, like, a thing. Okay. But, A, it's very dangerous and mm-hmm. can be very bad for the client. And, B, there have been clients who have been cured by it. So the idea that putting on that Santa suit could somehow trigger something far beyond a fight or flight response isn't actually unrealistic. Okay. Like, I I think that if he pushed beyond the level of fear and trauma and into a whole new realm, it's something that we scientifically do see sometimes. I mean, because he's definitely... But that's why people don't do extreme immersive (laughs) exposure And he's definitely, wherever he is, he's definitely the place where he is now broken. Because he is starting to kill people. And he doesn't speak in full sentences anymore. But, like, it's weird, too, because, like, it's not just a phobia with him. It's it's a trauma. It's like a PTSD. Mm-hmm. But we treat PTSD the same way we treat phobias. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it is an exposure thing. And you do have to get exposed to it. Like, for example, I actually, having a PTSD diagnosis, have had to go through immersive exposure to my, my stimuli to the fact, to the point where they recreated what I went through. And so I do think, like, in a weird way you do, you kind of just go to a, like, Shush, big mouths. <laughs> you do go to a different place. Like, it's, it's weird. I, yeah. I, I can categorically say that when I didn't feel like I wanted to run out of the room screaming, I was just kind of, like, transfixed beyond. And it's, okay. like, weird. So I, I think that's okay. And not that it made me want to, like, go get an axe and kill everybody. But, it's, <laughs> like, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's weird. So uh, let me see here. Um, yeah, I love the ending. It made me giggle for a good five minutes. Yes. Both of these films, literally, my notes end with, ha ha ha, I love the ending. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, I thought, so for me, Christmas Evil was awesome. Silent Night, Deadly Night was meh. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I highly recommend going and watching Christmas Evil if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, you have convinced me to give it a second watch. Please, please. Uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, I don't need to see again. No, I know me that it has several sequels. I, I think I can just kind of read a wiki on their plot and. I think I can make, live with that too. You know, make yeah. my life decision based on that. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like my two big takeaways, like what I learned from today's experience, is don't watch messed up things happen with Santa because you're going to get really crazy and kill people. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a reason why people are on the naughty list. <laughs> there's a reason there's a naughty list. And there's a reason why people should be punished. 
punished. What does the kid say at the end? It's fucking ridiculous. Does he say punished? I think he either says naughty or punished. Naughty. I think he says yeah, naughty. naughty. I really hope he kills her. I hope the second movie is about that, that little boy. We're going to have to We're going to have to, we're gonna have to at least read it. We yeah. are at least going to have to read it. I know. So yeah, so I hope that you are holly and jolly this lovely Christmas season. We hope that uh, we can bring you a little bit of horror in the midst of all the... Uh, all the good. I was like, in the middle of all the joy and love yeah. you're having, we hope we could bring you down on a psychological That's level. right. And if you're anything like us, if you after a couple of weeks of family and friends and festivities, you're going to need a little horror. So you're welcome. Yeah. So we think that uh, with Christmas Evil, this one is going to pair nicely with uh, some of the other great horror Christmas classics. Like yeah. Gremlins, uh, Black Christmas, Rare Exports, Krampus. Oh, Better Watch Out I liked, too. I haven't seen Did that you watch it? Oh, that one's a good one. You should watch that one. Um, but yeah, so I think Christmas, good Christmas horror movies are hard to come by. Also, All the Creatures Were Stirring, which is on Amazon right now. Mm-hmm. Short films. We got to see it at the Women in Horror Film Festival. It was absolutely awesome. Definitely check it out if mm-hmm. you can. Um, there's a lot of good indie horror, like Christmas-themed horror out yeah. there. So you got to scour around for it. But anyway, uh, hope your season is jolly and bright. Yeah, we uh, we hope you guys uh, have a good holiday, whatever yeah. holiday you that's celebrate. That's right. Or, or if you don't celebrate yeah. at all, that's fine too. Have, have an awesome day. Have yeah. a Merry Crema. Merry Crema. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Festivus. Happy Festivus. Um, or nothing. To get slightly topical for just Ooh, a second. Okay. Did you see that in Illinois the um, the state building has a satanic a Church of Satan statue next to the Christmas tree? Yeah. Because hey, it's a religion. Hey, if you want to mix the right, you want to mix. Uh, you want to mix the government with religion. Yeah. And, and apparently, in the state buildings, uh, I think it is. And I'm, I'm. This is remembering off the top of my head, so I apologize if any of this is incorrect. But I believe it's. You know, there there's the law that they will recognize all you know religions and things Good. like that. So there's there's a Christmas tree there. I know that they have a menorah there. I'm sure they have you know one or two other things representing. But yeah, the um, the Church of Satan has. I believe it's a hand that's got a snake wrapped around it. Yeah, and it's for the Church of Satan. Good. And by law, the state of Illinois, like that state building, has to. If they're going to put up there. a Christmas tree, then that's what they deserve. Hail um, Satan! Hail, hail Satan! <laughs> so thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy your holiday season. And remember, you can check us out on social media. You can search us uh, at Jersey Ghouls pretty much anywhere on the interwebs and any of your favorite podcasting tools and mechanisms and thingies. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.